I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Talkin' Tofu, the podcast about the vegan snacks that touch our lives. I'm Becky Streepy. And I'm David Streepy. This week on the show, both mics work. We'll talk about the molete pizza from La Calavera. We'll also eat some nuts for cheese unbelievable. Becky, how are you? I'm good. Hey. Are you sh- you're sure we sound good? I just, I... I yeah, let's I'm, do I'm another hearing... playback. Let's do another playback. And we're back. We checked... To make sure that we it was did. working. It sounded good. It might not sound good now. Fingers crossed. We unplugged everything to check it. Do you want to do it again? Check no, it again. No, I mean, we're just going to keep doing that. Yeah, forever. How about this? Mm-hmm. If it happens again this week, mm-hmm. we just stop because we're incapable of doing a podcast. Okay. Barely capable without that layer. Mm-hmm. But with that, incapable. Yeah. There was a time. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could have like a uh, in a tin can podcast yeah. live from a tin can. Yeah, but not anymore. Not anymore. No. The game has changed. It has changed. I and agree. by that, I mean the game is practically over. We got into podcasting very late. So late. Like some would say too late. All would say too late. <laughs> listener, were we too late? Yes, listener. Tell us. Tell us. <laughs> Get at us. But you were you were saying how you doing? Yes, you how, were saying how you doing? I was saying how I doing. Well, Dave, I went for a two mile run this morning. You did with me. That's how I'm doing. The kid is part of a running club at school, and today was like the end of season, last run of the season. I uh, am no longer uh, much of a runner. Put this into context. Ten years ago. Ten years ago, I was much of a runner. I marathon trained with my friend, (laughs) Bill. I didn't run a marathon because I could not afford a marathon entry fee Mm. or travel to get up. I think he was trying to do Boston, Mm. New York, one of those. And uh, I I couldn't do all that. That was not in my budget. But I was like, I would love to distance run with you. And so we trained and I did the 20 miles, which is the apex of the distance running training. Mm. And then I was that was my marathon. Yeah. Not a marathon. Um, That's the budget way to do it, guys. I ran for a long time after that. Years and years. Just continuously, never stopping. Some say you're still running. Still running. Just running. Uh, And commitment. from my problems and so now uh but now i don't anymore i kind of just tapered out i yeah. wanted when i was pregnant but i started again after i had no, the, yes i did. did you? i did a little i think I it was like 
I did. I remember. I was running at that point. I remember because I ran a three-mile route three weeks after I had our kid. Mm -hmm. I remember because they said it was a six-week recovery. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I feel pretty good. And then I ran three miles without stopping, and I was very proud of myself. But Uh, tell me more about my life experiences. I'd be happy to. (laughs) Do you really want to? (laughs) Anyway, uh, my running kind of tapered out over the last 10 years, uh, and I'm... uh, now I skate and I thought I skate all the time. Like I'll skate a cool six miles. And then if we want to go get ice cream and it's another mile and a half, I'll just skate the other mile and a half without even thinking about it. No big deal. And so I thought a two mile run and Dave, you said the terrain was mostly flat and that was accurate. I thought it'll be fine. It might be a little tough. I couldn't do it. I walked a lot, but, um, it was fun to do. It was fun to see what y'all have been up to every every Sunday. And it was fun to see him get like accolades and stuff. And mm-hmm. he was so excited that we were both there. Yeah. So I'm good. Yeah. I did something difficult yeah. for the family and it was gratifying and fun. I don't I don't think you should lose sight of the fact that you don't like to run anymore and you like to skate. Yeah. And that that is a big it at at our age, mm-hmm. at our seasoned age, mm-hmm. it's important to like the things that you're doing. Like that goes a long way to making them possible and enjoyable. Yeah. Know? At this point in my life, I don't have a lot of time to do stuff I don't want to do. Yeah. Like, I don't have like... <laughs> yeah, me either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like this podcast, Dave? <laughs> oh, no. All I'm saying is... I'm the one who said it was time to record. Clock's a ticking. Yeah. 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 I like Ooh. it when we're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> it's... And after we do it. <laughs> you feel I'm... a sense of accomplishment. After we do it, I'm like, hey, I'm a podcaster. <laughs> it's just that. I carve out time to podcast. Yeah, you do. Um, I'm proud of you. Hey, Dave, how are you doing? Well, I've got a list. Oh, let's yeah, see it. I have a list of things. Let's hear it. First off, I got some gripes. Okay. The gripes and grumbles section. Gripes and grumbles. Right <laughs> okay. Uh, last week. No, Just kidding. <laughs> she's doing a cartoonish pen to paper. Like she's going to write down all the gripes. I am. I'm going to write them all down. Okay. Last week. Nobody knows this because the episode was unlistenable and nobody listened to it. I'm oh, sure. It's a real bummer because I actually thought the content last week was pretty great, but you c- could not listen to it. I edited I agree it disagree, and but... it was painful. But I was like, man, we're making good jokes this week. No one will ever hear them. I think it's the the lost artifactness of it. It's <laughs> like, oh, and that was the good one, you know? Uh, it's the lost episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. So a couple of things, though, and this is going to sound like familiar territory. But it's not, was not more relevant than in this episode. Had it been listenable, had people have listened to it, there would have been some accountability issues that you would be guilty of. Me? Yes. One is, at the top of the episode, probably two minutes in, similar to this episode, I flag that things sound weird. Yeah. And you tell me it's fine. I, it sounded you fine tell, to me. You tell me it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, Edit it out of the, of the episode. <laughs> Edit it out of the episode. Me being right about something, which it's, yeah, ha, 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 we're having fun. Ha. But in a, on a show that's largely centered around how I'm wrong all the time, 
Yes. You got to give me my wins. It's important to include my wins. It is. Second grumble. <laughs> Second grumble. So do you apologize for that? I do. I should have listened to you. Do you promise? The whole time. Not even should you have listened to me. Yes, that would have saved the episode. It would have. You could have included that. You could have kept the part in where I tried to save the episode at the very least. I know. I didn't even think about the fact that if you had listened to me, it would have fixed everything until just now. Oh, no. My gripe was that you didn't leave it in the episode for the record. So that episode, the raw like audio files for that was an hour and 10 minutes. And my goal... You flip there your two, shit when we talk for a long time about anything. There are two things. First of all, it was it went long. Yes. And then I was like, and it, I can't make them listen to a long episode that sounds like this. So I cut out Whoa. everything possible. You can't make them listen to anything. They're not going to listen to it. Make it as long as possible. Yeah. Nobody's going to listen to it. It's true. I shouldn't have edited it at all. You shouldn't have. Should. You should never edit it ever. You should never edit it ever. <laughs> Why? It takes so much time to do. And it doesn't improve it. <laughs> I enjoy it. Okay. First okay. grumble. Grumble. Grumble yeah. one. Oh, but the other thing I was going to say was the whole time I was editing, all I could think about was how if I listened to you. Yeah. I, it, this would be a lot more enjoyable for me to edit. It just like. I think it says a lot about me that I didn't even consider yeah. that I could have actually saved it. Saved it. Mm-hmm. Like, had you listened, I could it could have saved it. Yeah. I was just like, eh. <laughs> didn't listen to me is. about that either. <laughs> um, second grumble. Yeah. Grumble. This one's accountability for me, but also you're at fault. Okay, great. You also edited out. I made it a, a chunk of the way into the episode <laughs> to the part where... I said empanada a lot. Oh, yeah. I did that for you. Why the fuck did you do that? <laughs> for you. No. Put me. So I mispronounced empanada. I said empanada a lot. A lot. You, call, you called me on it. I did. I acknowledged it. I improved. I bettered myself in that moment. Yeah. And then I like lampooned myself for the rest of the episode for example i called it talking tone news i did other little little sprinkles of that throughout yes. to make fun of dumb oafish david street <laughs> for calling it empanada yeah and then you cut that part out so that did you think it was making me sound smarter or less dumb <laughs> i was just trying to help you but then just don't edit anything. Just don't edit anything. Okay. Unless I do one of those jokes. What? Like, like that, you edit. Edit that. Oh, my God. But seriously, like, and hey, everybody, or as Becky would say, listeners. Don't listen. Singular. Dave. Oh, my God. Look, if you're going to go on. If you care if the episode runs over an hour. I can't imagine how. I can't imagine <laughs> how you would care. But if you care, let us know. We'll, we will respond to pointed feedback that the episodes need to be shorter and not just assume that they need to be shorter. So it sounds like you're doing a bit grumpy. Okay. So that's gripes and grumbles. That's gripes and grumbles. Way. We did it. Um, Check. So I'm being scammed, Becky. 
I'm oh. being scammed. Yeah, I'm let's the, alert I'm, the listener to this. I'm in the middle of a scam right now. Being scammed. Yep, Dave is actively being scammed. I heard him being scammed on the phone earlier. Just before, just before this, while you had gone out skating, I had taken my son, our son, to a movie mm-hmm. to see the Marvels. Brie Larson. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's Captain Marvel. Plays Captain Marvel. We went and saw the Marvels. Loved it. Enjoyed it. Ooh, that post-credit scene. Oh, so we got back, and I'm talking to a friend of mine. Um, we're having tea. Talking in the kitchen, I get a little text that so and so has sent me two hundred dollars. Or no, I got a text from my bank that two hundred dollars has been deposited into my bank account as a Zelle from so and so, and I start to get nervous. And that's when I text you, "Did you sell something?" Mm-hmm. And I get the description. I get an email about it as well, and the description of it is like tables or something like that. Not like I think you should leave tables, but. <laughs> It's in Spanish and it's like tables four and five or something like that. Um, so I look it up and it's a common scam. I text you. You say, no, I didn't. That was your part of the story. Yeah. Although then that, that led to an extended conversation with my friend Kira. Okay. About what it could have meant. Also, when I saw 4E5... I read that as four years, five months. And I was uh, like, we were like, what happened four years, five months ago? Where uh, were you? No, it was Mesa's tables. Yeah, we was... were being detectives. Oh, though. gotcha. We were You're rolling around detecting. going, yeah. what, has, what is happening? It was very um, exciting. So it's a common thing where somebody will hack a Zelle, send you the money, then contact you and ask you to send the money back or send the money to another account. Mm-hmm. And then... That initial transfer to you gets recalled, but you are voluntarily sending money from your account to somebody else, and that is indisputable. Oh, yeah, because Zelle doesn't do disputes, really. They tell you. That's why they ask so many times, are you sure this isn't a scam? They do disputes if you're hacked. Oh, if you're hacked. If you are hacked. Right, but if you send money to the wrong number, they're like, we won't, you have no recourse if this is wrong, so are you sure? Right. (laughs) Yeah. So that's the that's the scam. So I saw that that was the case. Saw a whole bunch of advice on the internet that was like, just do nothing, just do nothing. And then I get a call today, and it's from the person who sent me the money, and they or were asking if I could send it back. And I uh, immediately um, almost wet myself because I'm not good at <laughs> confrontation. And they are they're dripping on the niceness, you know. This person, he spoke Spanish, got his daughter, I don't know, in quotes, I don't know if it's real daughter, young, young child on the phone to translate for him mm-hmm. to tell me what to do. And I had to tell this young child that they need to call Zell and figure it out because I am not sending them any money. And then she had to translate that back and then came back to me and I said... Yes, this is, I said, this is what scammers do. I heard you say that. And I was like, <laughs> nice. And she translated that back. And the, I heard the guy say, okay. And then she said, okay, sorry. And they hung up. <laughs> um, so I don't know if it's over or not. It seems like, oh, and they said Streepy correctly. Oh, yeah. Which was real creepy. No one ever says Nobody Streepy says correctly. correctly. So I don't know. I, maybe the scam is over. Fingers crossed. But uh, maybe, I mean, these people know how to pronounce our last names. They know the phone number. 
they might come knocking on our door asking for that Zelle money back. Oh, boy. So if that happens, it, this turns into a true crime podcast. <laughs> or you do a true crime podcast about what happened to the talking tofu hosts. This is your first clue. Yeah. Clue one. Um, we'll put that phone number in, in the show notes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. What? No. We, we're not going to do that. Um, one more gripe and grumble I forgot about. Mm. So I'm eating some now and laters. Yeah. Do you like now and laters? I do. They're time consuming and I just, yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. They used to be. Now they're just chewy candies. You just chew right through them. It's all now. There's no later. There's no later. There's they used no to later. be. The whole thing was that, yes. that you would wrap them back up. Well, it's I don't so know gross. if the whole thing was that you'd wrap them back up. Oh, that's how it was explained to me by an older by a gro- sibling. A gross of a, person. A, yeah. Yeah. A child explained it to me, a younger child. Okay. Yeah. It's from the generation that put gum behind their ear. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah. That, this family the had that generation. vibe. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's super chewy, soft and chewy. All now, no later. Flavor's still amazing, but I think that's saying something too because candy has gotten objectively worse over time. Now and later's improved. Flavor's improved. Experience worsened. I'm looking up now and later ingredients. Oh, great. Well, it makes me worry. We're good, don't worry. You know what else? You, since you're trying to bust me on... I'm not, but I was thinking if the texture... It sounds like the texture is more like Starburst, and that was a red flag to me. Well... And I so mean, I just you, wanted to check, because what if we had breaking news and didn't even know it? It's a different way of, say, of trying to bust me. Oh, but I'm I mean, you're not out to, to get got you. Me. I right, was just like, but, oh, it just red flagged but, in my brain. Yes, you were trying to demonstrate that what I was saying was wrong. No, you didn't say they were vegan. You just said you ate them and that they were different. Texts. So now because I don't say a vegan Laffy Taffy or do your thing. Correct. You're the you're the you're the listener that you fear. Mm-hmm. That's me. You're being that to me. I'm the problem. All right. Go on. It's me. Okay. Thanks. Is it like, is that the new shave and a haircut? <laughs> you have to have the two bits. Okay. Our kid is learning to play shave and a haircut. Sidebar. Our kid is learning to play shave and a haircut on the piano. And did y'all know that there's a whole song before that last part? That shave and a haircut two bits is the end. It sounds nothing like, I, I want to say nothing, nothing like the rest of the song. <laughs> the rest of the song. And then it stops. And then it goes shave and a haircut. Two bits. Yeah. It's wild. He played this. I, I thought he was playing two different songs. Anyway, I learned something and okay. I thought I'd pass it on to the listener. Okay. Okay. If I were this all over the place, you would be so mad at me. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I'm back. You would edit out 60% of this. I may. If Don't. <laughs> but you would add, you edited 60% out of me doing this shit. <laughs> I'm trying to meet you where you're at, Dave. It's everywhere. I'm sorry that I can't. <laughs> that I'm so kinetic. I'm so sorry. Anyway, that was gripe. I'm so grumble. sorry. I'm anyway. so sorry. Anyway, that was gripes and grumbles. Excuse me if I could close out my own gripes and grumbles list. Lights, camera, action. It's talking toe views. Yeah, that's right. Uh, it's talking toe views, and um. This is where we talk about stuff we watched or are watching mm-hmm. or have recently finished watching. 
Mm. Uh, I watched a whole season of Bottom Deck, but Below Deck. <laughs> We call it Bottom Decker in this house. We sure do. Uh, it's we, not the name below, of it. It's not. It's called Below Deck. I have called it Bottom Decker in conversation with other people more than once, and they always give me a huh look, and I'm like, I'm sorry. We have a whole sec- second language we speak at home. Yeah. Everything is something else. Aren't we quirky? Um, I saw, I watched a whole season. Well, I got a COVID b- booster. I almost called it a vaccine. A vaccine? <laughs> they shoot it in your, in your butt. <laughs> oh, boy. Um. Now I got a COVID booster. COVID boosters historically have wiped me out the next day and Friday was no different. I could not move, had a 101 degree fever, uh, was very pitiful. Yeah, Dave was in rough shape. I was in rough shape. So I laid on the couch all day and watched Below Deck season five, the OG series. Uh, Nothing to say except that that's my, I haven't like binged until I crusted a show for a long time. Feels good to do that. Feels good to do it. COVID, having COVID is like really the only time that I do that now. And it, yeah. it is the one upside to having COVID. Yeah. Is you get to binge like you're in your 20s. But one thing that we practically like our modern day version of binging was Yellow Jackets. We just finished Yellow Jackets. Last time we talked about it, we had just started Yellow Jackets. Yeah, we did now it. We're done with it. So maybe we are good at binging things. We're not. No, that this would have been a two-day experience in the before times. Oh, yeah, it's true. And it, we did it in two weeks. But that's like a season a week. That's pretty good. Yeah. We did. It, we basically have been watching only Yellow Jackets. Yeah. Yeah. We did it, though. What do you, what do you think? Well, first of all, let me say... Don't spoil it. ...that Yellow Jackets is a TV show on Showtime. Oh, my God. Because I have mentioned in... Like with other people uh-huh. that I'm watching Yellow Jackets uh-huh. and 80% of people are like, what? What's that? Okay. And so I, I just want to say that it is about a sports team who's in a plane crash. Sports team. A sports team. It's a soccer team. <laughs> <laughs> they play a sports game. Uh, they're in a plane crash in the wilderness and they're stranded there. And it's about what's happening to them. While they're stranded, and also what things that are happening to them in present day. Hey, more like the weirderness. Am I right? It is so weird out there. Yeah, not this isn't your this isn't your parents' forest. Yeah, so it has some lost vibes to me. There's the plane crash landing somewhere secluded. This is the wilderness, not an island, obviously, but like wild stuff keeps happening. Also, that we get to see them post rescue and see like. Wild stuff is happening to them too, but that's kind of where it ends. Like the the specifics of the show are very different, and I feel like if you enjoyed Lost back in the day, you would enjoy Yellow Jackets. Now, it's giving me a lot of the same vibes, like trying to figure out what's going on, like really locking on to the minutia to just like look for clues and stuff, and putting together theories about what it could be. It's fun. Well, it the. And it's about Some, this group of witchy women, and I do enjoy that. The similarities with Lost extend a little bit further because, and this is significant. I'm going to preface every significant thing I say with this is significant so that you know whether to ignore me or not. Is um, it a spoiler? No, but the Nikki and Paolo angle. Oh, yeah. They keep, <laughs> they, they take a lot of liberties with the number of people who have survived the plane crash. Yeah, and it seems especially in like the the back half of season two, which we're just coming off of, there are a few characters that were like, who are you? 
to the point where Dave and I are like, are these ghosts? Right. Are That's these why I real? was bringing it up was because there is a weirdness angle to it. You do wonder, are these people real or not? You know, but they're not. They're just but shoehorned no. in because they needed more people. Yeah, they just <laughs> they, they are intentionally ambiguous about the total number of people who have survived the crash. Yeah. And it's to me, that's so strange because so much of the show feels meticulous. And then there's like these girls like they're girls they're teenagers these girls that just they're girls they're girls well girls i feel like i don't want to just throw it around it can be seem like diminutive diminutive yeah but they're girls they're kids uh some of these girls just show they don't it's not like they show up and they're like hey there you are it's like they act like they've been there this whole time yeah and for this show i don't know that just seems a little it seems clunky for a show that generally has better writing Uh, in lost nikki and paulo also kind of shoehorned in, but also we were like, well. they, But they are, they set a trope in how not to do it. Yeah. Like yeah. that's why, like. Real that, Boone took the water that, vibes. <laughs> I was about to make a Boone took the water joke. How can you not? But do you want to unpack that for? No, if you know, okay, you know. You just want to explain <laughs> that Yellow Jackets is a show on Showtime, but not what Boone took the water. Boone stealing the water is a plot point in season one of Lost. And then in season three or four, when they introduce Nikki and Paolo as additional survivors who have supposedly been there that in this whole time, they have in one scene, uh, they're like flashing back to scenes where Nikki and Paolo have been in significant moments of the series up to that point. And there's a scene where somebody walks by wringing their hand saying, Boone took the water. (laughs) (laughs) Like just referencing a plot point from that season. Like this is what's going on over there. (laughs) Someone found a hatch. Uh, Pretty good. Good times. I love Lost. I'll die on that hill. I love it too. At the time, what else was out there like it? There's still nothing like it, really. No. Except Yellow Jackets. Watch well, it. Although it's gory. Uh, if you don't like gory, get ready to either hate it or cover your eyes a lot. That's I right. To, I have to cover my eyes quite a bit. And that's... Wait, what do you think about Yellow Jackets? I feel like I just gave my thoughts. Okay. Or we can go out of it. I just, I feel like I just <laughs> talked about my feelings. What about well, you? I was going to make a joke that everything we'd said up to this point was the exact same thing we'd said about Yellow Jackets the last time we talked about it. <laughs> I don't have anything new to add to it. I don't know why I opened this segment to talk about it. It just felt appropriate because we concluded. Yeah. One one thing that I think is notable about Yellow Jackets is that um, I was falling asleep in the middle of the what turned out to be the season finale. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that I was falling asleep. And I paused it. And I turned to you and I said... I'm falling asleep. I think we should stop watching this. Yeah. And we stopped. Yeah. And we picked it up the next night and watched it with clear, clear heads. I'm glad we did. Yeah. Yeah. You turned to me and you said, I'm falling asleep. I think we should stop watching this. And I went, okay, great. Let's go to bed. And you. (laughs) I was so tired. You have a track record. Yeah. I fall asleep. Of just falling asleep. (laughs) And then I noticed like an episode later that you have fallen asleep. (laughs) So... Just goals, like in a goals sense. Yeah, it was good. Not specifically Yellow Jackets related, but it happened during Yellow Jackets. That's personal growth. And I'm proud of you. I've never, I I didn't, I've always had that is what I'm saying. I'm not falling asleep during shows. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm modeling behavior. 
I'm oh. not growing myself. I'm, I'm serving as a growth model, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. kind of a coach. So instead of falling asleep, you should, you're saying I should alert you. Yes. I'm falling asleep. I think I'm too tired to do this. And I'll be like, but you never want to watch TV with me. Yes. You all, you never want to hang That's out why... with me anymore. And then, ah, I... blah, blah, blah. And then I'll start to cry. Mm-hmm. I'll get on my knees and yeah. clasp my hand and beg you to stay up. Listener, this isn't that different from what actually happened. Hey. <laughs> so I try to power through for you and then I just fall asleep. Yeah. But I try. I'm like, no, I can do it. Yeah. I got this. And then I fall asleep. Um, no, the only other things I have to say for yellow jackets, and I I was gonna I was gonna tweet this. This was this was almost a tweet that that should have done, done better. better. Yeah, yeah, thanks for reminding me the name of. of it's that been segment. a minute because Twitter doesn't exist to me anymore. Yeah, no, and and I mean I was gonna threads it, but uh, yellow jackets is like if Tori Amos was a TV show. And in in the best way, yeah. And it, like it's got all the elements of what Tori Amos writes about. And oh my '90s children, what a soundtrack! Yeah, oh. yeah. This is talking toes. Hey, everybody, this is Talkin' Toe News. This is a segment of the podcast where I pluck a headline from the world of vegan news and prevent, prevent it for discussion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what he does. You wish. <laughs> Instead, I'm presenting it for discussion. And this week's article, Becky, you are going to get bummed out by it. This one is from Veg News from Nicole Axworthy. November 8th, 2023. It's been a minute since we have sipped from the well of Veg News. I think Nicole Axworthy is probably a friend of the show now. You she, think? She and Anna. Yeah. Uh, Anna's Anna's hallowed halls. Yeah, that's know? true. Um, Nicole, yeah, friend. Friend of the show. Yeah. Uh, unknowing by her. Oh, yeah. She has, has no idea yeah. that we exist. Yeah. No. Probably uh, our efforts are working against her. Yeah. <laughs> she, <laughs> she sees the decline and does not know why. Uh, what Trader Joe's discontinued vegan turkey roast means for your meat-free Thanksgiving plans. (gasps) Becky, react. What are we going to (laughs) do? That's right. Trader Joe's had an incredible turkey roast. So good. It had a crust. And it was big. Yeah. Had a good filling. It was was like that Gardein one with the crust, but big. Bigger and better. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And now it's gone. Now it's gone. Okay. Well, Thanksgiving's canceled. Is... Are you wondering perhaps what that means for your meat-free Thanksgiving plans? I mean, yeah. Nicole's got you covered. Oh, That's what Nicole, the whole article's about. Tell me about it. Trader Joe's has discontinued its vegan turkey roast, but that could mean new Thanksgiving staples are around the corner. Trader Joe's has permanently discontinued its popular breaded turkeyless stuffed roast with gravy. Shoppers have flooded to social media to share the news about the absence of the popular vegan holiday centerpiece from shelves this year, with some customers calling their local stores to confirm if Trader Joe's will be carrying the meat-free roast this year. 
I just called my local TJs and they told me the Turkulous roast has been discontinued, one Reddit user said. The crew member wasn't sure if there would be a replacement or similar substitute available this year, but they may get info closer to the holiday season. Bench News reached out to Trader Joe's and the company has confirmed that the product is discontinued and they will not have a meat-free roast offering this year. That's a bummer. If you could wait until the article. Oh, excuse me. I'm so sorry. So sorry. I do apologize. That's that's on me. The cult favorite holiday product will not return to shelves this holiday season because it, quote, was not meeting expectations, according to one Reddit user. So really just leaning on Reddit as the the source for this one. They did reach out to Trader Joe's directly. Nicole, blameless. Blameless here. No. Uh, That's where the info is. Reddit. Yeah. It's be- Reddit has become my Google. Yeah. Yeah. If you could just hold. Oh, excuse me. Until sorry. We're I'm, done with I'm the so article. sorry. I apologize. Yeah. Uh, some commenters suggested the reason might be because the recipe changed and was never as good as the original. I would tend to agree with that. Uh, store managers have told customers that a replacement could come to stores in 2024. This is really turning into rumor mill territory at this point. Um, starting to see. Uh, Ooh, uh, does mention some potential fish dates for the Sphere in Las Vegas. <gasps> uh, I'm just kidding. That's another rumor joke. Ha ha. Ha ha. Sorry, people who don't like fish. And by that, I mean everybody. The notes in the internal system do say we are sourcing a replacement for 2024. It just didn't come together this year. Another Reddit user <laughs> confirmed. <laughs> uh, let's see. So what are vegans to do for a meat-free holiday? Several Reddit threads are... <laughs> suggestions i should just go to reddit at this point yeah hey by the way uh everybody are you are y'all on reddit would you want to talk into tofu reddit what would you do on a talking tofu reddit let's talk about it hey if you could i'm so sorry excuse me i'm just pardon this is all part of the reporting this is how i I report this is my style oh i didn't know yeah but now i know better do better if we were at a desk like the camera person Mm -hmm. would not know where to train the camera because I just appreciate that your your allyship and calling them a camera person. Who am I an ally to in that example? I'll give you a pass to comment right now. Oh no, I would never interrupt the newscast. <laughs> okay, well we'll get back to that. We'll get back to that at the end. <laughs> Several Reddit threads. I got you. Several Reddit threads are offering suggestions for alternative heat and serve vegan Thanksgiving roast, and luckily the vegan food market is at a point where there are multiple options available. So basically. The, the headline here of this area is all the other roasts that are available. It's, it's turning into a roundup okay. of the roasts that are on They're the They're saying, show. remember what you used to eat before Trader right. Joe's had a roast? Well, and also, you remember that episode we did? Yeah. Where we ate all of these. Uh, we should do that again because nobody remembers that episode. I shouldn't have brought it up. We should yeah. have just presented it as new content. They go through the Gardein turkey roast that you referenced, the Tofurky plant-based roast, which is garbage. Uh, those are the only two options that have pictures. Uh, there's also the ham roast, the Tofurky ham roast that mm. we did like, but cost like $1,000. And do you remember it being almost impossible to open? Oh, oh. yeah. I was saying it was like the size of my fist. Oh, Not, I, thought you were saying, you. I thought you were saying <laughs> this was a silence, <laughs> silence signal. Like, shh. Closing her fist and pulling it downward. Like, like shut your mouth. direction. Yeah, of, that's what I thought you were doing. Like an end scene. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I was not doing that. Um, there's also the field roast they talk about. There's a few options. The hazelnut cranberry roast in crout. In crout. Can, I, can I get through a talk and tone news segment? 
and pronounce all of the food correctly? The answer is no. But also, could you please hold all of your comments until the <laughs> end of the article? I do apologize. Which features hazelnut-infused vegan meat stuffed with rosemary, candied ginger, and sausage stuffing, all encased in a layer of flaky puff pastry. Now, that's interesting. That's interesting. I got I to gotta remember that. <laughs> I gotta remember that for our Thanksgiving feast. Mm-hmm. I gotta. You heard it here. I remember this. On crew. If you could just write it down. Uh, the company's other options: the celebration roast and the sage and garlic celebration roast offer different flavor notes. Nicole does not seem enthusiastic about that, and frankly, neither am I. Uh, there's some other details. There's some good information in here. I'm having a little bit of fun with Nicole, but I wouldn't have known it was discontinued if she hadn't given mm-hmm. this info. I wouldn't have known about this interesting puff pastry celebration roast. So there's more There's more treasure in here. Mm-hmm. Give Nicole the click. Give her the click. And with that last ding... I will now open the floor to reactions. Okay, well, I'm going to say, first of all, if you're looking for a meatless Thanksgiving recipe, I'm going to plug a recipe that I just shared, which is for a stuffed kabocha squash. And it's stuffed with this like whole grain ginger apple stuffing. And it's really easy to make. You roast the squash. While you're doing that, you make the stuffing on the stove by frying some stuff, boiling some stuff, and then you stuff and bake it together. And it is a delight if you like winter squash. So this is the, do that, do that everybody. But this is the equivalent of breaking, I've made this analogy before. This is the equivalent of breaking into the newsroom with Mm -hmm. a gun. Yeah. And forcing the newscaster to read a statement Mm -hmm. that serves your interest. Correct. Okay. So when when I finally open the floor to you, (laughs) this is what you immediately do. A plug. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. At gunpoint. Why am I here if not to plug? Why why have a podcast at all? If you're not going to plug. If you're not going to plug. You got to plug. Why pod if you're not going to plug? That's what I'm always saying. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the article itself, though? If I could focus your energy to the thing that we're talking about. It's sad news. I loved that roast. It was really good. And I liked especially the size of it. I feel like a lot of these holiday roasts are small. The original Tofurky is a nice size. And I feel like the Trader Joe's Thanksgiving roast kind of took that same sized roast and leveled it up because theirs was with the crust on it too. Yeah. I feel like the encrusted ones are the best because you can make them in the air fryer. I can't stop thinking about this puff pastry roast. Yeah. I'm still thinking about it. We'll look for it. Now you're thinking about it. Yeah. I want to try it. Um, I feel like we brought it one year. I feel like Allie brought it one year for Thanksgiving. Uh, I don't think that's true. We'll have to ask her. I don't think that's true. Okay. Yeah. So my news is, or my reaction is bummed out. You're correct. Yeah. Uh, but I'm glad you mentioned something now while people can regroup, replan. Well, here's the thing. I, I've been looking. Mm-hmm. I go and I look for it every time. And now it's it's saving me that effort. Mm-hmm. So thanks, Nicole. This Was. is Talking Toads. All right. Uh, you know what else is on the shelves this holiday season? Me either. We'll find out. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome back to Talking Tofu, where I again am guilty of another sin of mispronouncing the name of food. This week, it's Moyete. Moyete. Moyete, which I butchered in the ep- the intro to the episode. So this is, this is me acknowledging it. Look, I'm... No better, do better. That's all we can do. Try to do better. Humans... <laughs> try to do better. Learning and growing. Try to do better. I'm going to let you pronounce all food from this point on. Okay. And I'll just call it the stuff. The okay. stuff. Okay. All right? Sounds good. Take it away. Okay, so uh, if you are unfamiliar with Moyete like I was, uh, let me introduce you to this open face. It's kind of, I saw it described in a couple of places as like a Mexican grilled cheese, but it's open face with uh, seasoned refried beans, and then you melt cheese on top of that, and then you sprinkle on uh, pico de gallo, and and sometimes you can like squeeze some lemon or put on a little lemon zest that seems to be... Uh, an optional thing and um it's simple it looks delicious and for dia de los muertos la calavera our favorite pizza joint here in atlanta transformed the moletas into molletas into a pizza so it was their their all their pizza uses a sourdough crust which is what makes uh their pizza so good and then they spread it with refried beans. They drizzled on uh, mole sauce too, which made it really awesome. And then they did, it looked like a combo of cheeses. It looked like there was a sprinkle, but there were also like 
pools of cheese like they had I used some kind used of mozzarella pieces. so they they have a hemp parmesan oh, right so they use that's so it's the hemp parmesan and the pools where the whatever yes. their shreds are no the hemp parmesan was the pools <gasps> oh and then the, right. everything else was the usual mozzarella vegan shreds that we get gotcha gotcha and then ba- they baked that up and then they sprinkled on a very generous amount of pico de gallo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was the their molleta pizza. And, and wait, tell cilantro. your story. Of, oh, and sl- fresh cilantro. cilantro. I so, thought that was just part of the pico. But maybe so you not. guys were out of town. Yeah. The weekend of Dia de los Muertos. You went to a celebration in Fort Lauderdale. Yes. Well, the celebration is happened yesterday, but we went the weekend before to celebrate my baby niece's third birthday happy birthday addison and to see my mom and stepdad wait are you saying dia de los muertos was yesterday oh we went to a dia de los muertos celebration i thought you yeah. meant the birthday party and i was like the birthday party who's talking about a birthday party i wasn't saying anything about a birthday party oh you said we went down i'm for over a- here tiptoeing around sensitivity <laughs> and for you to add the anxiety that i got the, the weekend, date wrong? Right, of Dia de los Muertos wrong. <laughs> it's just like, I, I'm not going to talk anymore. What? No. So we went down to celebrate her birthday. I thought you meant that we went down for the party, but we didn't. No, no, no. We no. went down before the party so That's that right. we could actually hang out and see people. That's right. Because party weekend was going to be chaotic and no, we didn't want to be chaotic. Right. We wanted to like spend quality time with yeah. our family anyway yeah. yes so when we got down there there was a dia de los muertos celebration that we went to yeah it was fun there were some food trucks uh yeah. very few vegan I options was, it was just a, like a footnote that i was alone this weekend because y'all we were partying in florida right mm-hmm. right so a couple of paragraphs later we're back to this sorry everybody i um I was, it was my bachelor weekend, if you recall. I bought two bottles of Just Egg. I bought a bag of hash browns. <laughs> um, and I bought some Pillsbury pizza dough and a big jar of Clawson pickles. Mm-hmm. But what I also bought was a pizza for myself to eat all weekend long. I had pizza and breadsticks, like a real bachelor bro. And I ate um, all weekend long. And so I saw that the mollete was on the menu. And this is further embarrassing. When I was there and speaking with her, I said, hi to y'all, the molette. Are y'all going to have this? Uh, so I asked if they were going to keep that on the menu for a couple of more weeks because I was looking forward to sharing it with my family. But my family was out of town that weekend. Um, so were they going to have it like next weekend? Being next weekend being this weekend. She said, well, I'm, I'm making it just for Dia de los Muertos. But maybe I'll have it on next week the next weekend and i was like okay well if you have it on then if you have it next weekend i'll definitely get it and share it with the family and so i checked in on friday and she had it on the menu so we got it yeah we did yeah, yeah. it was really good we got it i loved it i oh, thought it was fantastic i thought it was great yeah i just thought flavorful but then like the it's a lot of rich deep flavors happening like uh with the beans and with the you know, it's very cheesy, but then the pico on top gave it this freshness that I feel like a lot of pizza is missing unless you get a ton of veggie toppings yeah. on it. But I, oh, I thought it was great. I like like a cold thing on top of a hot pizza. Mm. I think that's a lot of fun, but it makes it tough to reheat. Yes. It also made it, it, it 
the um, pico, you had to be a little careful because it would it wasn't melted into anything, right? Because it was fresh, so you just yeah. it would fall off. But gosh, that that mix of textures and flavors and temperatures, mwah, yeah, loved it. I I would order this regularly if yeah. she had it regularly, or if she had it on the side as like because she has a lot of breadsticks options and she'll do the, the, any of them vegan if you ask. Yeah. If she had that as a side dish, that I would get that. Yeah, be totally, mm-hmm. totally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you're listening, first off, sorry. <laughs> take it off. Yeah, take that suggestion, please. <laughs> or just take the apology. Uh, La Calavera, you're great. We love you. You're great. Gosh, we no love notes. you. No notes. Ten out of ten. Absolutely. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. And uh, thank goodness you will be around for a long time because Atlanta is so, so, so lucky to have you. Mm-hmm. Now. Now. Let's eat this fucking brie that I bought a month ago. Hey, I'm back. Time has passed and I have returned with this wedge of unbelievable from Nuts for Cheese. Y'all unbelievable. Oh. I just watched an EMF concert on YouTube this morning. Really? <laughs> and it slapped. Really? It was really, really good. You should watch it. It's this Pro Shot 1991 uh, Video Music Awards like pre-show concert mm-hmm. hosted by MTV. EMF and PM Don. What? Right? Oh my gosh. PM Don. Right? What a dream incredible they come out they do their first song i only listened to the first song and then i got distracted with something but um such high energy and it wasn't unbelievable i had their whole first i had all their albums but i had their whole first album and just like them being the unbelievable band Mm -hmm. sells them way short way short great band great band anyway okay so i've got the box here so that we can talk about it the, this is the brand is Nuts for Cheese, and this is a cashew-based cheese. The second ingredient is coconut oil, and oh, the third is coconut milk. It's okay; they all have. Co- I just I, I'll still I eat it. Look. I'm just not going to eat tons of it. Okay. I cause I'm not not eating coconut oil. I'm I know, just like, but I should support that. I bought I bought the cheese that I bought to go on our nachos is coconut well, oil. That, in that's it. your. You can commit your own sins. You're being supportive. It's fine. Okay. You're not going to force okay. me to eat it. It's okay. fine. Uh, it's just a preference and it's okay. an avoiding. It okay. means I'm not going to eat this whole block. There's also like I injected a shot of vodka into the middle of it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So yeah. Great. I'll look out for that. Um, and then the rest of the ingredients actually sound a lot like what you would do if you're making cheese at home. They use rejuvelac. They use nooch. They use miso. Can you, so you just shot past rejuvelac, like people know what that is. So rejuvelac is a fermented liquid. It's water and some kind of a grain. In this one, they use quinoa and you ferment it and it gives um, homemade cheeses that kind of fermented tangy taste. It sounds like a product like Similac or Revitamix or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, is it? Uh, no, you can make it at home. You okay. just put the grains in the water and then you let them ferment. Sounds like it's a capital R, but it's a lowercase R. Well, these are in all caps. Well, right, right, right. So right. I don't but, know. I, I mean, don't know. You would say it's not a proper noun. It's not a product name. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, you I would think, use a capital letter if you were starting a sentence with it. I learned about Rejuvelac when I bought Miyoko Schinner's, um, 
artisan vegan cheese book. Uh-huh. She uh-huh. Uh, uses rejuvelac in okay. a lot of her cheeses. I don't know if it's all of them. Gotcha. But uh, that's how I learned about it. But it's it's supposedly very easy to make at home. I'm a little gun shy about fermenting. I used to do it all the time, and then I had a couple of mishaps, and now I'm like, oh, it's hard and scary. Yeah, I'm afraid to ferment stuff. Um, but you can use miso in your vegan cheeses to give it that like yeah. fermented kind of umami taste miso plus a little nutritional yeast goes a long way i think the peak of our hippiness as grown-ups was when you were doing the scoby oh when i was making kombucha yeah. oh one here's story about how i'm a great mom oh goodness <laughs> so i did used to brew my own kombucha i stopped when i got pregnant because brewing kombucha i was a pretty loosey-goosey with it and um while I was pregnant, I didn't want to be loosey-goosey about what I was putting in my belly because it wasn't just me eating it anymore, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, so I stopped. And nine months is a long time to not do something. And so I kind of, like, lost the knack. But then when the kid was, like, two, maybe he was three, mm-hmm. one of the moms at his preschool mentioned that she had this scoby gone wild mm. that was, like, multiplying and would anyone like one? And I was like, I used to make kombucha all the time. I would love one. And so I got this scoby and I brewed my own kombucha. I did it exactly the way I had done it before. And then it was ready. It takes a long time. Yeah. The kid loves kombucha too. Uh-huh. And so he was like, is it ready? Is it ready? When can we drink it? And so it was finally ready. Pulled it out of the pantry. I took a little bit and put a little bit into cups for us so that we could have some little sippies. And he drank his and then went off to play. And then I drank mine and was like, I feel weird. Guys, I had brewed alcohol. (laughs) It was very... Kombucha has a teeny little bit of alcohol, but it's it's negligible. It's the fermenting, right? Yeah, because it's fermented. Just like... It's fermented. That's yeah. part of fermenting. But um, I, I had, I had gone past the negligible amount, yeah. and it was like the middle of the afternoon. Ooh. Anyway, so um, and then you gave him the keys to the car, and then I gave him the keys to the car and was like, "Mommy needs some cigarettes. <laughs> tell the tell the man that they're for me." This is for my mommy. <laughs> anyway, I, I don't brew my own kombucha anymore, and I was afraid to make my own rejuvelac for the same reason. I have 99% confidence that that story is going to be edited out despite (laughs) my uh, suggestion that you keep everything in. Right now I'm feeling confident I'm going to keep it, but I might get paranoid and and cut it. Can you keep this part in it though if you edit it out? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Hey, one thing, you know, as an ally, I have to point out that you did not point out that this company is woman owned and led. Ooh, I didn't see. Which, uh, I, it's, it's like a right big there. Honking signal on the on the side of the package. It's women founded and led. So again, I just want to I just want to highlight that. A mm-hmm. um, couple other things, just reacting to the packaging and to the appearance. The packaging is it feels very fancy. It does. The only wait, can you describe? It's a triangle. Can you explain? I was literally in the middle of explaining what the packaging looks like. I I apologize. (laughs) The only thing that's not fancy about the package is the name of the product, Unbelievable, (laughs) which feels like a very 90s approach at like making vegan fun, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, 
I think a simple dignified vegan brie or something like that would be more distinguished, you know, Mm -hmm. and work well with this packaging. Now, as you've spoiled, yes, the packaging is a triangle. So cool. So is the wedge. The wedge itself is a triangle. The packaging has leaves and I believe these are flowers or olives on the on the vines of the leaves. There's a picture of Margaret Coons on the bottom, the vegan chef, founder, and CEO of Nuts for Cheese. Again, only half a note the name of this company, uh, Nuts for Cheese. Again, doesn't need to be so fun, you know? We can go distinguished. I like that name for two reasons. It's true is what... Right? One. The trueness of it. But also because there's all this like, I feel like it keeps bubbling up like the dairy industry being like, you can't call it that. This is, they're like, well, no, we're not saying that it's cheese. We're just saying we like cheese. Oh, you think it's a little bit. A little uh, future proof. Not sneaky, but. A little sneaky. They're trying to sneak past the future. Yeah. Yeah. That's what future proofing is. You're trying to sneak past the upcoming pitfalls. It's defensive, but defensive in a way that I feel like is kind of savvy yeah i like it um and then okay so that's the packaging very fancy packaging and i'm you know i'm stretching for these criticisms you know mm-hmm. like give me the give me packaging like this all day every day mm-hmm. and i'm not just talking about triangles i'm talking about the whole thing yeah the triangle part's very fun all right now moving on to the the appearance of the wedge itself gotta say oh okay now that you've put it in light I like it more. Uh, my initial thoughts, looking at it in the shade of your side of the table, you had it kind of under a bushel over there. Mm-hmm. Um, lit by the glow of the computer the screen. Lit by the glow of a computer screen that is recording only one of these mics, I'm sure. <laughs> um, it looked miscolored. It did not have the wrinkles or definition uh, that we come to know of as Brie. Mm-hmm. But uh, when you bring it over into true light, what I like to call true light, that definition is there and the discoloration is gone. That was a, a it does trick of not the light. have a rind though. There some yes. My uh one note was going to be it is consistent throughout. Mm-hmm. There's not a rind and there's not a goop. Yeah. Brie yeah. has a rind and a goop. Here's what I think we should do. Yeah. I think we should try a slice as is. Mm-hmm. I think we should take a little chunk of it, mm-hmm. pop it in that microwave. For about 15 seconds. Maybe even just five seconds. We could put it on the cracker and then toast the whole thing. But I think I just want to see what it does on a plate. Like yeah. we can scoop it on, put it onto a cracker just as easily. But I want to see like what happens to the consistency mm. if we mess with it like that. Okay. Like what if we try to goop it a little bit? Gotcha. Well, I'm going to take a nice healthy little thing here and spread it on my thing here and then you can take okay. it okay well i'll fix my own thanks yeah. for offering i thought um, you'd want to there's a little halvesy underneath that holesy if you want to okay i'm just trying to help you yeah well if you Execute. wanted to help me you would have cut a slice of it and handed me the cracker but... it smells like a sharp cheddar that's a lot of fun that's really good i need to try more of it it's really good. Whoop. It's very soft, very tangy. The texture is right. It's because coconut oil is so melty. When you, it looks very solid, and you know how brie, as Dave said, is very goopy. But it goops in your mouth immediately. The texture changes instantly in your mouth. 
I'm now cutting off a slice just to eat with my bare hands. That's how much I like this. This is incredible. To me, this isn't quite brie. It's missing a funkiness. However, it is, to me, a fancy cheese that I would put on a cheese plate. I don't think I'd call this brie. I don't know what I'd call it, but it is. If I were making a fancy cheese plate, I'd want this on there. The flavor is incredible. The texture is delightful. I don't know that I'm so particular that I would go to this is not brie territory. I would say this is barely brie. Go on. There's room to go. There's room to evolve. There's, there's no rind and it doesn't taste like brie. I think it does taste like brie. I'm getting a brie flavor. It's brie adjacent, but it doesn't mm. taste like brie to me. And the texture without the rind, it... Anyway, I'm being snooty. You're being a total snoot. I'm being a real snoot and a half, but that's Who how I feel. I thought this would be the most contentious part of the, the episode is your comments on this cheese. And I not know. my... Uh, numerous blunders and gaffes. Listener, if you've had this cheese, I want to know what you think. Does it taste like brie? It's been a long time since since I've eaten brie. Been a long time since I've eaten brie. Been a long time, been a long time, been a long time. So you're just singing the same. Breathless, 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 breathless time. There you go. Thanks. I've eaten half the wedge. Yeah, it's good. It goes down easy. <laughs> Now I want to have a, a a little gathering where we can put this out with other cheeses. This thing would be gone in 14 seconds at a gathering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not cheap. No. It was, I think I got it at Sev. I think it was 26. Shut up. 27. No. Really? No, it was like eight bucks. Okay. <laughs> you got me. I was like, you paid that? I wasn't even like they would never. I was just shocked that you paid it. Now I don't want to microwave it because I don't want to risk ruining any of it. It would melt instantly. Okay. Because it's soft. Hey, let's melt faces with a letter instead. Dim Sim Kitty writes, it's a demon dimension, Dave, not a town. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Also, you mispronounced. I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. It's a hootenanny. Don't stick your finger in a wound and wiggle it around like that. It's a hootenanny, not a keg party. Kim Sim Kitty, I would love to hear you say the word a hootenanny because I know you're not from the South. It is a hootenanny. It's a hootenanny. Oh, my God. There's a keg there, though, right? This is not to you. You clearly don't remember. <laughs> That's funny you should say that. Next, she goes on to say, Becky, she's live tweeting her. Uh, Becky, I am going to make you watch it again and then quiz you. This lack of recall is unacceptable. (laughs) True. Uh, She also says, Faith, my girl. (laughs) Faith really made me realize that I was not straight. You know what? (laughs) I think that Buffy took a lot of us on a queer journey. Um, And I, I love that about it. That's one of the things about Buffy that's so weird because... There's all this casual homophobia in it, but yeah. then so many of us had awakenings watching Buffy. It's I think it's such a weird. Do you, I'm not disputing what you're saying, but I'm wondering: is there homophobia in it, or is it misogyny? It's home. It's a lot of like from Xander, like no homo kind of stuff. Mm. There's a lot of that. Okay. And then when Willow is gay, it's there's a lot of very weird stuff. Some mm. of it's just friends coming to grips, and that's. You know, that's legit. But some of the things I'm like, come on now. To contextualize this for 
anybody, anybody else. or everybody else. <laughs> this is in reaction to my Buffy Bites recap from last week. The so somebody did, oh, was in the front end. Dim Sim Kitty listen. Dim Sim Kitty, how far Dim did Sim you Kitty make it before you were like, yeah. I can't, I can't with the sound quality. Yeah. Um, okay, good feedback. Hoot Nanny doesn't help, but the demon dimension does. Yeah. Did she just wander into it? I don't think the whole thing was a demon dimension. I think the preacher was kidnapping people and taking them to a demon oh, dimension. Okay. And th- somehow that was keeping Got it. his cult members young. Got it. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Dim Sim Kitty, am I right? <laughs> Dim Sim Kitty, thank you for the letter. If you would like to write us a letter, write to us at TalkingTofuPod at gmail.com. That's talking without the G. Or slide into our DMs, Talking Tofu Pod on Instagram. I read and respond to every single one. And thank you all for listening. If you're enjoying the show, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. It really helps us out. And we just love reading those five-star reviews. We might even read yours on the pod. And do us a big favor and tell a friend about us. Word of mouth is the number one way that people discover our little show. Another way you can support the show is by picking up some merch. Grab yourself a mouse pad, a mug, a tea. It all says Talkin' Tofu on it. The kid has a Talkin' Tofu t-shirt. He wears it all the time. It's really cute. You can find those on TeePublic at tpublic.com slash talkin-tofu. And I am Glue and Glitter on all social media. Nope, just Instagram and threads. Don't look for me elsewhere. Uh, You can find my recipes at glueandglitter.com, including that kabocha squash for your Thanksgiving table. I'm Line Leader on Twitter, Instagram, and threads. And Line Leader was taken on TikTok. Talking Tofu is a production of Caddington Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Goodbye. Bye. If you make it to the back half of our episodes each week. How? Are you doing something else at the same time? What is it? Are you drinking? Driving? Don't do this at the same time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.